Getting one new dog is a very exciting thing, so it stands to reason that getting two new dogs could be even more exciting. Well, in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about getting two dogs at the same time and why this might be something you want to reconsider if it's in your plans. So let's go ahead and dive into that next. Right, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hopefully you guys are having a good week. Hopefully you are able to take some of the things that we've gone over in previous episodes and apply them to your dog, your life, whatever, and hopefully you're seeing some improvements. Um, On this week's episode, we are going to be talking about getting two dogs at the same time. Not necessarily just two puppies, but two dogs. Um, And we're going to kind of dive into... Yeah, things to consider if this is something you are considering doing. But before we do that, I want to let remind you guys that this episode, just like all the other episodes, is brought to you by OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. This is your online course-specific website. You'll be able to get on there. You'll be able to take some courses um, when we launch them. And we're really getting close to having some exciting things coming up, so we are excited. I can't quite divulge to you guys yet what that is. But stick with it, it will be pretty fun. So check that out on dogtrainingacademy.com. Also, we do have a Facebook page. It's on dog training academy. No, it's not. That ain't right. It is the Learn Laugh Bark Podcast Facebook page. And on there you can jump in and comment and, and tell me how you guys are liking this these um these episodes, what you guys want me to talk about more, what you want me to talk about less. And and just uh, you know, give me some input. It's always helpful to get input. It's always helpful to to get ideas. So definitely, guys, let me know. Check it out. Learn Laugh Bark podcast that is right on Facebook. So check it out, and uh, hopefully you guys can contribute and add some input. It'd be awesome. So, like I mentioned, getting two dogs at the same time. Now, I actually did just for fun, and I do this a lot when I'm when I'm going to talk about a topic is I just jump on Google and I will do a really quick Google search, not because I'm looking necessarily for information. Um, I certainly do look around to see if I can get additional tips on things that we're going to be talking about. But I also want to know, like, what's the world talking about when it comes to these different topics? And surprisingly enough, I typed in getting two dogs at the same time. And I ran into a lot of articles, and sadly, the articles were like by AKC. Now, they did say a couple red flags in there that that we're going to talk about, but they were more in favor of getting two dogs at the same time. And unfortunately, these are like your top search results. And my problem with that is, is if you have someone who's just new into dogs, doesn't know dogs, maybe doesn't understand, uh, you know, different things that can come up with getting two dogs, they're like, hey, you know, we just want to add a couple dogs to our family. So we're going to do it at one time, get it over with, whatever. And they research it and they're like, well, AKC says it's not a bad idea. Well, AKC's reasoning is they entertain themselves and, you know, it, it's it's fun for them, basically, these articles. And 
there, yeah, I mean, we'll get into this in a second, but I just want you guys to be careful. And this is why I like for people to share and, and really push these episodes out. Like the podcast is not about making money. It's about educating people. So if we can push this out, if we can tell people, hey, look, this is some information for you because the general search pops up saying getting two dogs at the same time, super duper fun. So people read that and they go, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get two dogs at the same time. And it's going to be great. And then what we tend to find out or realize, or what we tend to see through interactions with clients is they eventually start to realize maybe they don't regret it, but they do start to realize it was not a great idea and it was really hard. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, the question I get a lot when, when we're talking to clients who are considering getting two dogs at the same time is how long should I wait then? Like, how long should I wait to to get that new dog? Like, we want to eventually have this picture-perfect kind of couple kids, wife, husband, or or spouse, or whatever, um, and and then a couple dogs. And so people have this vision of their life, and if it involves a couple dogs, they just want to, boom, make it happen. And I always try to tell people, look, you can get to the vision, to this, to this, you know, image in your head, but if you rush it, sometimes that image in your head is always is going to look way better than what's actually happening in person. So my rule of thumb is is I like to wait a minimum of a year or two before adding a new dog into the house. Um, but more importantly, I want to make sure that that first dog is at a good place. Like I've gotten the dog to a level or an area where I like the dog. It's social, friendly, obedient, whatever. I don't have like these major projects that I need to put a lot of time into the dog. If your dog is people aggressive, if your dog is dog aggressive, has separation anxiety, has a bunch of these issues that are still requiring a ton of your attention, then maybe adding a second dog isn't something you should be doing because it's going to either A, pull away from the time, and we'll be talking about this in a second, pulling away from the time you have to put into the new dog, which will be required, or it's going to pull you away from your project dog, your, your original dog. So, you know, I try to wait one to two years, but I really just want to make sure that the dog and everything is at a good headspace. Like our dog we have right now, we could easily get a second dog and we may be sort of considering it, but not really anytime too soon. But, you know, we could add a second dog because we feel like he's at a place where we can go day to day and not necessarily have to train him or do anything. And he's super well behaved, super trained, all this stuff. And he's easy. Once I can say, once you can say, dude, my dog is so easy, maybe then adding a second dog is something that can happen. Now, if you have a puppy and you say, gosh, this puppy's easy, I should add another one, hold off. One to two years is, is the age range because you want that dog to get through their darn adolescence. When they get into that teenage stage, oh my God, they can be turds. And trust me, if you've had a puppy, you've probably experienced this to some degree, and you're probably nodding your head yes right now and saying, I completely understand. My dog, at some point when they were young, was an absolute turd. You know, when they come when they're young, the little puppies, they're super cute, everything's awesome, and then they get into that teenage stage, much like people, and... Uh, Teenagers can just be a pain in the butt at times. And so you need to get through all these stages. Let your dog get to like adulthood, get to that two-year mark or even, I mean, one's young, but get to that two-year mark and and start to be an adult and really see what your dog is and what they're about. And then that can tell you, A, if you're ready to get a dog and B, what kind of dog is going to be a good fit for not only us, but for our other dog. You know, if your dog is, is not great with other male dogs, maybe don't get a male dog, maybe get a female you see where I'm going with that. So kind of keep that in mind. Another thing that I try to 
tell people or give people advice is don't wait too long. This can be tough at times because obviously, ideally, our dogs live really long lives and we can kind of pace things out. Didn't really happen for us. We lost one of our dogs at four and a half when we had an older dog that was about eight at the time. And so when we ended up getting our new dog now, uh, our other dog was a little bit older and it wasn't ideal, but it was just kind of how it fell. But if you can help it, I don't like to get a young puppy or even a young hyper dog when I have an old dog that maybe has arthritis, is in pain, has a hard time seeing, whatever, just because it's added stress on that old dog that I don't think the dog deserves. I try to give the older dogs as much respect as possible. So if you have a very old dog, it's almost better to just enjoy that old dog until the old dog passes and then get a new dog because sometimes adding that new dog, yes, I've heard the stories and I've seen it where a young dog really rejuvenates this old dog and that's great. And if that's your situation, if you feel like your old dog is going to be that dog, awesome. But just really keep in mind the dog's age and and, and just health. If the dog is declining, the last thing it needs is a young puppy jumping all over it when its joints and bones are already hurting. So just something to think about. That two-year mark is probably where I would lean towards, but our dog is is, uh, five right now and we have not gotten a new dog yet. And so I don't know. It's, It's all kind of personal opinion. Just don't do it too soon. All right. So now let's get into the bread and butter of this episode. And this is the big reasons why I am not a fan of getting two dogs at the same time. Now, I've been talking about puppies a lot, but this can also be an adopted group of dogs. I see people who will go out and go, well, I just want to help this dog, but there's also this dog. Let's get them both. The big thing to me, more, almost more so than anything, is the bonding that is really required between you and your dog to create that just absolute dynamite rock star relationship. Like, I want a dog that that will listen to me, respects me, loves me, I love them, everything, and we have that really good connection. We don't have kids, so dogs are kind of our kids. We don't call them our fur babies and all that, but, but, they're, but I mean, emotionally, we absolutely love these animals. And so, when you're, when you're thinking about getting a dog, you need to think about, how am I going to bond with this dog? Well, the hard thing for between dogs and humans when it comes to bonding is they're different. We have a dog and a human. So if you add two dogs, let's just say you add two puppies, especially if they're litter mates, but even if they're not, they're going to initially have more in common with each other through being able to communicate with body language and everything else that they're going to go to each other and they're going to bond with each other more than they're bonding with you, which means all of a sudden your puppy's sibling is a higher value than you. And that's not what we want. We want you to be a very high value thing in your dog's life. So when you when you get that, and this is one of the things that drove me crazy reading some of these articles when I did this quick Google search, is they're like, they can play with each other and entertain themselves. And oh my God, it's fantastic. To me, that sounds like you can, the, the AKC is saying, get two dogs. It makes you be able to be more lazy. Look, getting a puppy is a lot of work. It involves a lot of training, a lot of uh, um, supervising, a lot of everything. If you get a second dog to entertain your puppy or you just, hey, you guys can entertain each other, it, it may not be a good time for you then to get a puppy because maybe you just don't have time to take care of and, and get what the dog really needs. And 
but but if you watch the two dogs that are playing with each other, what are those two dogs doing? Those two dogs are doing what you and that one puppy should be doing, and that's bonding. They're interacting. They're playing. They're building this relationship. So they're off doing their own thing. You're standing off to the side watching. They're having zero to, to little interaction with you. Well, what benefit is that of you? Yes, your puppy will get tired for that day. But what does that do for you in the long run? I think it does more damage because the dog is progressively saying, my brother, my sister is the best thing ever. I just care about them. And you become more of a second or an afterthought. So that's my issue number one with that is just the bonding becomes lacking. And I think bonding's huge. Like if you don't have that really good, strong relationship with your dog, I feel like I feel like it never really you never really reach potential of what you and your dog could be. So the next thing then is the time requirement. And I know people are like, well, I'll just make time. We'll just make time. Look, we can make time as much as we, we can say we're going to make time. But you know what? In the end of, at the end of the day, there's 24 hours in a day. 24. Well, part of that's probably you working, taking care of kids, doing other things, not always focusing on your dog. So no matter what people say, I don't care what people say, when you get two dogs, you are taking time away from each puppy to work with the other puppy, as you should. But now your dog is getting a half or whatever of work it should be getting. It's not getting the amount of social time. It's not getting the amount of training time as is required. Potty training can be an issue then. Socializing can be an issue then. Just basic obedience and everything can be an issue. So in order to optimize your puppy's potential, one dog at a time focusing on that one dog is absolutely ideal. Um, They've done some studies, and I wish I could find the article I could probably try to find it before I post this up, but I don't know if I'll be able to. But I remember years ago, because this has been something that's been talked about forever. Um, Years ago, they did this study, and they found that when you get two dogs, one will not reach its optimal potential, and one probably will. Because no matter what, I don't care what you say, you can, it's just like kids. I mean, I'm sure my parents, if you know, if you really sat them down or gave them truth syrup uh, or whatever, they'd probably say, okay, this is my favorite kid. I mean, obviously, between me and my brother, I was probably their favorite. And he doesn't listen. He's not a dog trainer, so he's never going to hear this podcast. So it doesn't really matter. So I'm just going to say I was probably my parents' favorite. And and uh, so that's kind of, you know... What's going to happen with your puppy? You're going to have one puppy that you're going to to navigate to more because maybe the puppy's doing more advanced work, is a little smarter, picking up on things. So you're going to, a lot of people like to take the easy route. Well, I'm, this is the dog. So this is the dog. Whether you mean to or not, you put more attention into it. You know, when you're like, oh, I got to work both dogs today. Well, which one are you going to work first? Probably the one that is easier and your quote unquote favorite. Um And so what you'll see is one puppy is going to get up there in potential and you're going to be optimizing because you're putting a lot of time into it, but one is going to typically suffer. And it's not something we try to do. I almost feel like it's involuntary. Like you're just, it's just where you navigate to. And, and so you're going to have one puppy that maybe is lacking, whether it's lacking in social ability, lacking in training, lacking in, in, in anything, whatever it might be. We see it a lot with, with dogs like this. So remember Time, you can say you're going to give dogs equal time, 
But in the end, there's only so much time in a day. You can't add more time. I'd love to sometimes, but you just can't. 24 hours is where it ends. So keep that in mind. The next one then is your time. Like we just talked about like the 24 hours, but but training a puppy sometimes and, and taking care of a puppy can be stressful. And people are like, well, if I get two, I just do it at the same time. Sorry, that is not how it happens. You're going to have one dog who's going to pee on the floor. And as you're cleaning that one up, maybe the next one does it. Or five minutes later, that other one goes to the bathroom on the floor. It's never They're never going to be synced up like that. Where, oh, well, they both had accidents. Oh, well, that, all this. Oh, well, they both need to go outside at the same time. That stuff rarely ha- if, if ever happens. So what ends up happening is you're cleaning up double the messes. You're monitoring the dogs double of the time. And what, that hap- what, what happens then is your stress level increases. Nothing hinders, I don't say nothing, but a big hindrance to training and bonding and everything is when you get stressed. When you get stressed, your patience is less. You, you're, you, you, people tend to maybe yell more. Maybe they get more physical or they just shut down and be like, I can't train you anymore. You know, I just can't do it. And if you can't do it, now both dogs are suffering. So, you know, we need to make sure that your, your stress um, is managed with this. Because think about, okay, if you have dogs and you're trying to get the dogs to come inside. And I see this even with dogs who are older. And, and they've, they've got years apart from each other. So two puppies is probably, or two dogs is probably going to be the same thing or worse. You have one dog that, that maybe would typically listen to you. And you're like, hey, come in the house. But because the other dog is sitting there egging them on and saying, no, 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 let's chase me, play with me with this toy. Well, because they've been bonding with each other so much, that dog becomes priority over you. And so now your, your, your quote unquote favorite puppy is now running off with the other puppy or vice versa. And they're not listening and they're just, you're trying to get them both and they're feeding off each other. That feeding off each other is absolutely brutal sometimes. It has good, definitely has good, but it certainly can be brutal when like, you know, one dog should be coming to you, but they're like, yeah, but this one wants me to play with them and God playing sounds super fun right now. I'm going to do that instead. And then they get into their own little world and it's like, you can't tell them anything. So that can be tough. And that leads us kind of into uh, the next one. Monkey see, monkey do. Now, this happens whether the dogs are the same age, slightly different, or completely different in age in age uh, differences. It doesn't really matter. What matters is the behaviors that they are mimicking. Mimicry is something that dogs will do with each other. They see different behaviors. I mean, think about if you have multiple dogs. One dog barks, and the other dog has no clue why the other dog's barking, but they're going to bark too because, well, it's happening. That happens a lot with young dogs. The problem is, is because you're trying to work this young dog and train this young dog, you haven't worked out the bad habits yet. You haven't worked out the jumping or the barking or the bathroom issues or or whatever else might be going on or the socializing or the separation anxiety or screaming in their kennel. I could go on and on. Puppies come with bad habits because they're dogs and that's just what happens. Even rescue dogs. If you're getting two rescue dogs at the same time, everything I am saying right now applies to you. You know, you're going to have a dog that's going to have more behaviors. And unfortunately, what we find is bad behaviors, unfortunately, tend to trump good behaviors. So if you have two really good dogs, or if you have not two really good dogs, if you have two dogs, let's say one doesn't bark and the other one barks. What tends to happen more often is the dog that doesn't bark starts to bark in different situations when the other dog is barking and not the other way around. The, the other way around would be, 
a situation that the other dog would bark, sees the non-barking dog not barking, and decides, I just won't do it. Typically, the bad behaviors, unfortunately, trump the good behaviors in this, and it, it doesn't help. This is why I said earlier about waiting to get a new dog until your other dog is at a good place, because you kind of want your other dog to be your helper in training. Train the good behaviors. You know, train those good behaviors, train the not barking, train the confidence, train everything that, that the other dog can, you want them to to help with. And so that is something to keep in mind, you know, and and so it's just really important to, to watch that. Make sure one dog's not feeding off the other. We see it a lot with dogs who are, like I said, different ages, where they feed off of each other, good and bad, sometimes really ugly too. So with all of that, I just want to talk about real quick here, um, before we put a wrap on this, things you can do if you do end up getting two dogs at the same time or close. And when I say at the same time, honest to God, I mean, if you're getting a dog before your dog is one, you're basically getting them at the same time. Yes, the likelihood of like um, of issues maybe is a little less, but man, it's still a ton of work and man, is it it could just go, it could go south on you. Um, but, but anyways, a couple things that you can do is, is separate training, separate life to some degree. Now, obviously we want them to spend a lot of time together because, you know, that's part of having two dogs. They play with each other, but you need to have like specific separate times. One dog's going to get put away in another room so they don't see each other. And I actually do like to crate separately, uh, obviously crate and separately, but also create a uh, crate, not create, crate in different rooms if I can so that they're not having to like sleep next to each other and relying on that. Maybe it doesn't work for you and you're creating them next to each other at the very minimum, crate them separately and maybe even just put a divider up so they really can't see each other even though they're in the same room. That could be helpful. But taking dog training classes without the other dog, I know it's inconvenient to have to take two completely separate dog training classes with two different with with the dogs, but it's so it's so beneficial. This is another reason why getting two dogs at the same time isn't helpful. It's because you it increases what you have to do, including this. You have to do two different classes. Because if they're in the same class, during free play, they tend to go and like, or if they're in puppy class and they do free play, they tend to like go over to each other and hang out with each other. Or even if you're separated on the other side of the room, they tend to like watch each other and whine and get jealous because mom's training the so-and-so. Why, why aren't they training me? Your dad's training so-and-so. Why aren't they training me? You know, they want what they can't have just because they're dogs or they're alive. And so that's just what happens. Um, bonding time, put one dog away out of sight and have that one-on-one bonding time with that dog, with the other dog, you know, training, training time at home, treat time, snuggle time, letting the dog just hang out and chew on a bone next to you. All these things you would do with a normal puppy one-on-one, but you have to make sure you're doing it one-on-one. Um, be a leader. I do think being a leader is going to be super important. Like I said, when you have two dogs at an age where impulse control is terrible still, they're going to lead and follow each other. And you need to make sure, absolutely make sure you are the one in charge. You are the one telling them what they need to do and what they don't need to do. And you're really taking the reins on it because 
if they learn they don't have to listen to you, not only do you have one dog that is blowing you off, you now have two, and that is twice as hard, if not even worse. So, so that's kind of it. The last thing I will I will tell you guys, if you're looking for more information on this, do a quick Google search of littermate syndrome. Littermate syndrome will really talk more in depth about what I've talked about today. You'll hear a lot of stuff I've already said in there, but it'll go more in depth into like the psychological uh, effects that two littermates living together can possibly be. So Google littermate syndrome, read up on that, and really think about is this something, if you want to get two dogs, is this something that I... I really should be doing at this moment or maybe should I be considering waiting and waiting till one dog's a little bit older trust me if your two-year-old dog is super friendly and social and playful adding another dog will be will be easy and they'll play still they'll be best friends whatever but you've already developed that bond and relationship so really guys keep that stuff in mind I want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast uh, or this episode I should say and hopefully you guys took something away from it. Even if you don't plan on getting a dog anytime soon, maybe you have a friend that is. Definitely share this with them. Educate people. Let them know like, hey man, this may not be this whole like fairy tale, fairy tale you're thinking it is. It might be a little bit more work than you're able to handle. Not saying people can't do it, but I think there's a, a skill level of being able to do it correctly that a majority of people either don't understand or... Um, just aren't able to, to do at that time. So definitely, guys, share this episode with your friends, family, like I have always said before. Share it with people you like, people you don't like, complete strangers. I don't care. Share this around. Let's educate a bunch of people. Let's help people out because in the end, dogs with behavior issues keep us busy. Dogs with, with issues in general keep us busy. But you know what, though? I'd rather see where you guys don't necessarily need us. Like I want to see a place where dogs are just doing good you know without this extra behavior help stuff so it's really important anyways thank you guys remember jump over and check out on dog training academy.com you can subscribe in our email list and we'll send you updates as our courses and all the exciting news starts to come out um but like always thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next week <laughs>